validity. Taylor Heineke. Exaggerated and embellished contact on the last play. I think? It was like The Rock selling a stunner. Also, Jason Tatum, technical foul for clapping. Let's go. Who are you crapping for? Who are you crapping? I mean, Taylor Heineken would get about eight technical fouls in that situation. A Monday night stunner, Washington football ending the Eagles' undefeated run. Turnovers doing Philly in. Matched their season total in 60 minutes. But of course, it's two plays with calls going against Philadelphia. Do you have issue with either the missed face mask on the Dallas Goddard fumble? Or the unnecessary roughness at the end of the game when Heineke gives himself up and Graham hits him. David Dennis Jr. around the horn to you. Those questions and whether the Eagles showed some deficiency in their first loss. I don't really think the Eagles showed much of a deficiency. It's hard to go undefeated. You're going to lose some games. There was the, the, the time of possession was a big deal last night. The commanders did have the ball for 40 minutes, mostly because they were able to run the ball. But I think that's all about Jordan Davis. He was out. And when he's not playing, the Eagles allow 5.1 yards per carry, which is 29th in the league. But when he's out there, they only allow 3.9 yards per carry, which is third in the year, uh, third in the league. And with all of that, it still took fluky interceptions, fluky fumbles, and bad calls at pivotal moments for the uh, commanders to beat that Eagles team. I think they're fine. Woody Page. Let me start with the multiple questions that you brought up. And I think the one that you start with is, can teams take anything away from this game and how they were able to beat the Eagles? Yes, they can. Upcoming are the Giants twice. You got the Packers. And you've got the Cowboys. Now, what do they have? Running games. If you can control the ball 40 minutes, as the Commanders did last night, and you can run successfully on third down and one, third down and two, you are going to beat them. That's how we saw that game last night. Number two, why in the world can a referee say after the game, we didn't see the grabbing the face mask on the field? Well, you got a guy in the sky. You've got people in New York. Why can't they correct a call that's like an out-of-bounds play, like anything else? That's not an opinion. That's a fact. So those are the two okay. issues I'd like to address. Bill Plasky. Yes, I want to say this was a blueprint. You can run against Eagles. and Everybody's going to talk about Jordan Davis. He was taken off in week eight, taken off on a cart with an ankle injury, out for at least a month. We don't know how he's coming back, when he's coming back. So you have to judge Eagles by what they are right now. They're a team that gave up 168 yards in Week Nine to Houston, and then got bulldozed yesterday. This is what this is how the 49ers play. This is how the Giants play. This is how the Vikings play. They're going to face all these teams, perhaps in in January, a tough road to, to, to hold for them. I think this obviously this is their issue right now, stopping the run. And Israel Gutierrez. Yeah, I'd be a little concerned if my run defense was that dependent on a rookie defensive tackle. But I think for the most part, it's not like the, uh, the Washington team had these gaping holes and were breaking like these 10, 12-yard runs. It was sort of methodical short gains and setting up for sort of easy third-down conversions. I think McLaurin getting that many, yard, that many yards uh, on eight catches could be discon- uh, you know, concerning for the Eagles, given that it's basically the backup quarterback and not much of a threat. But overall, it really comes down to sort of fluky plays there. I think um, when it comes down to the face 
mask. I'm in 100% agreement with Woody there. That is something mm. that, just like okay. 12 men on the field, if you challenge, can be can be fixed. Um, and in this case, and this is the only case I would recommend it happen, when you're already going to film for something else and you don't have to stop the game, it's an obvious, we're all looking at it saying, oh man, we're ignoring this obvious mistake when we can fix that. That seems to be something that can Flashy. be addressed. Back in. Yeah, you know, even though there were some bad calls, don't use that as an excuse. The Eagles, first time they've been down in the second half this season, and they couldn't come back. They didn't show the ability to make the big play to come back. Can this team play from behind? We don't know that now. Hmm. Woody Page, last word. Uh, Hertz didn't play, I thought, with a great deal of energy last night either. I thought he was very mediocre in that game, and that's not what we've seen out of the Eagles all year. He's been an MVP kind of candidate that didn't look like it last night. What I'm hearing, deficiencies seen by that team. David, you brought up the great stat. Without Jordan Davis, they allow five-plus yards per carry. Though last night, no Davis, and Washington averaged 3.1 per carry. Another statistic that tells you how flukish that what result was for Philadelphia. We've been horrible. We'll it's not on. flukish, Tony. Mark Davis, vote of confidence for Josh McDaniels. He said when they hired him, they did an exhaustive search, and he knows he's the best man for the job. He said Rome wasn't built in a day. He's sticking with McDaniels this year, and he said next year. Bill, Rome wasn't built in a day. How about Vegas? No, I'm saying right now. Josh McDaniels will be the coach this year and next year. The Raiders don't have the money to fire him, to pay him off. They're cash poor. And the Raiders are going to look at, look at his, his uh, defensive coordinator, Patrick Graham. They're 28th in the league in defense. They need a whole new defense. That's not, McDaniels can fix that, fix that up. It's a slow start. He's being judged also. He's being judged by his past coaching failings. He should be judged by his current coaching failings which are only nine games into the season. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> not exactly. A great vote of confidence from yeah, Flashy. Actually, when, Please when I made judge that point, me by yeah. his current failings. Not yeah, his you're right. That was you know, a, but this that is interesting, though, because say, you right. thought if he lost to Jeff Saturday going into last week, and he would be fired. Now you're reporting the opposite or you're, you're just thinking the opposite? I have learned the opposite. I've learned that, that they don't have the money to fire him. Okay. Woody Page on the vote of confidence but, of Josh McDaniels. <laughs> no, Rome wasn't built in a day. In my research, it was built in 800 years. Do you really want to wait in Vegas for <laughs> that long a time? But, Bill, i got to totally disagree with you. I don't think he can last next year. They got rid of John Gruden, and they had to pay him $100 million of that contract that different, he got. So they can get rid of another coach. Those NFL teams are not uh, – Poor, they got the money. Secondly, he's six and twenty-seven. You want to judge him just by now? I want to judge him when he is coach. But also, let's judge Bill Belichick's uh, assistant coaches how they've done in the league. He's another example of a failure who coached under Bill Belichick. And if he continues on this route, yes, he'll make it through the season, but he's not going to be back next year with this kind of attitude with a team that he inherited that had so many bad draft choices and they haven't improved David on that. Jr. I don't know if you want to judge his current failings or his past failings or whatever <laughs> failings. When I look at his coaching career, I just see failings. Seven for 24 in his last 
31 weeks is all is just failing. So I don't know, you know, we could talk about how long it took to build Rome, but it's taken one half of a season to tear down the Raiders because this team is going to be re rebuilding next season. Carr is probably going to be gone, and that is not what they were looking at when they brought Josh, Josh McAdams here. They were bringing him McDaniels. They were bringing him here to take them further than they went last season. Now they're going many, many steps back. And is Rick Gutierrez. Yeah, this was a forced change because of the Gruden situation. And so McDaniels was supposed to sort of hit the ground running and sort of make, recover this offense and have Devontae Adams and Waller and Carr and be sort of unstoppable there. Instead, they're wildly disappointing. Uh, but in that same sense, you still have to give them some time. You know, they have gotten these 17 double-figure leads for a reason. They have some potential there. Um, and you don't want to just cut the cord immediately because we do think that he can be a good offensive play caller. Maybe we look at, you know, the rest of the staff in the offseason or something like that. But... I think McDaniels probably does get at least an Flash back here. I'm going to make another brilliant argument here. What if Josh McDaniels, he stays, Tom Brady joins him next year in Vegas for a grand finale. Maybe they keep him because they want to get Tom Brady. this team is a quarterback away? Is, is that what they're, they're missing Tom Brady right now? Guys, we're, thumbs up or thumbs down on Plashke's elaborate uh, movie heist here that he's going to. Yeah, I don't, I don't I mean, and, and Israel, I'm you're bringing go. up, they had double-digit leads in games. Like, that's a good sign for the coach. Then he blew double-digit leads. What are you guys doing today? We'll move on. Speaking of just win, baby, Jim Ursay just win, babied all over his critics, posting that you criticize all of us in the NFL for losing. When we make moves to win, you act so righteous. Who are you crapping? Just win, baby. Israel, is Ursay allowed to gloat? With Jeff Saturday 1-0. and uh, No, especially not with the catchphrase, who you crapping, which is apparently something out of a very popular Chicago radio show. Um, no, you're not allowed to gloat there, but I do think that I am allowed to gloat a little bit, as I was the only panelist here on the show saying that it's not an obvious tank job if you're bringing in your friend to do something. You want him to succeed. So in game one, he succeeds. You got to get a little bit of, uh, a little bit of love there. David Dennis Jr. No, you can't gloat after winning one game against a very bad team. But even bigger than that, I, I felt it to be a little distasteful, the, the tweet that he sent out, because people had legitimate and emotional reasons for why they were upset with this coaching decision. And he's gloating about this and using the word righteous as if it was just about him hiring Saturday and not like the legitimate criticisms that were levied against him. Woody Page. Yeah, first of all, he's using an old Al Davis line, just win, baby. I don't think it makes any sense. It's OFG, one football game. Let's wait. Really? Can we wait till three or four and see if they win? But I will say this about well, Saturday. You know what? I think he made a determined decision to, to bring back Ryan as a starting quarterback, which made a big difference in the game. And Bill. He absolutely can gloat. He, Saturday was ripped. They were ripped. They were ridiculed. They were mocked. You said, you said, would he wait for more than one game? People who, who ripped him didn't wait for more than one game. People didn't wait for any games they ripped Saturday. He won the game that he deserves to gloat, absolutely. Israel, you want to get back in here? Please, go ahead. No, I mean, if you want to give me more credit, sure, really I'll take not. more points. But no, yeah, absolutely. He got torched before he even coached the game. Now, I don't you know how he decided to do it and for the reasons, you know, the word choices or whatever. I think he's allowed to say, okay, uh, maybe you criticized a bit too harshly. Um, you know, but I think David was right. Some of the reasons were fair in the critics. If you can't gloat, then what is the reason you own a professional sports franchise? 
I mean, that's the whole point to gloat after a win. We're going to take a break by ourselves on the other side. Absolutely. Keep your mouth shut. Around the Horn is presented by Crown Royal. Live generously and life will treat you royally. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Welcome back to Around the Horn, brought to you by Chase. Coming to you from the Seaport District at Pier 17. The latest on Josh Allen's elbow. He's in a good spot, Sean McDermott said. So it's not the elbow. So now it's his last two games, four red zone interceptions. Is this a slump? Is this a wall? Spotlight on his record in close games? It's not good. So... Yes, he botched a snap, and if he did, scenario is entirely different. But Bill Plaschke, are we in a slump? Are we in a wall? Is it something that's fixable for Allen this season? Bill's mafia is going to hate me for saying this, but I think this is only probably medical, medically fixable. I think he has an elbow injury, and it's clear the last he has six interceptions the last three games. We know he hurt the elbow sometime during that that time frame. Mm-hmm. Five of those interceptions are in the second half of overtime when the elbow is tired. And you can't tell me he fumbled that ball. That elbow has something to do with that fumble at the goal you line. You think that, too? So wow. So you're putting this well, all on an elbow snap. injury, it's, even though the Bills say that's not Absolutely. I think it's huge. I think that's huge. Woody Page, how about you? Uh, these problems started, Bill, before he injured his elbow. He's had 10 interceptions this year. That's the most in the NFL. And he's not being helped by what we thought was one of the best defenses. They're, they're 29th now in the league in second halves since they had the bye week. And they've struggled. And they'll continue to struggle. And it's not in a good spot. It's in the elbow. That's a bad spot. So that's physical as well. Now I'm, I'm getting confused here. So as he hit a wall physically, as he hit a wall mentally, David Dennis Jr., where are you on this? So I'm looking at the second half production of Josh Allen. The last, they haven't scored a touchdown in a month in the second half, and he's had six interceptions, two fumbles in the second half. So one of two things is happening here. Either that arm is getting tired in the second half. If that's the case, 
then there's no overnight solution to that. But if it's a mental thing, which I think plays a big part, because he had a check down to Singletary on that last interception. Mm -hmm, yeah. If that's what it is, you can fix that pretty quickly, but he needs to get his mind right to do that. And it's real good here. Yeah, I mean, you almost have to hope that the elbow is contributing to that. Otherwise, he's just making a bunch of really poor decisions all of a sudden. And with Josh Allen, even if the elbow is good enough to play, if it's not strong, if it's slightly painful, there's probably nobody in the league that zips it in there in certain, you know, in windows or to just make difficult throws on the run. And so if that doesn't feel as good, then he is, A, not going to be making as good of decisions and also not going to be make, making as good of a throw. So I do think that there's sort of, you know, uh, sort of in de de delusional a little bit if they think that his elbow is not really affecting him. We see him. All right, so you think there's still an elbow? Uh, the bot snap, Plasky, you're putting the – that's on the elbow as well? Absolutely. Think about that, Tony. It, it's simply a ball, ball snap to his hand. If the elbow is hurting, I can totally see him, see him dropping that. Absolutely. He, he doesn't do that. He doesn't fumble snaps. I don't know my snap from my elbow. We'll move on. Warriors 132, Spurs 95. Finally the champs looking champish and getting Jordan Poole right. But it's not all clicking. James Wiseman was a minus last night in a 37-point game. That's tough to do. And he's buried on the bench, and Steve Kerr now saying it'll be the G League for the number two pick. Wiseman saying he doesn't see that as a demotion. 21 years of age. What to buy, what to sell, Woodrow? Well, I buy that uh, I've told you twice this month that he yes, should be yes. moved to the G League. Here's a kid that's only 21, played three games in college. He's only played 50 games in his two and a half years in the NBA with injuries. He, let's don't call it a demotion. Let's call it a repositioning. Let him go down there and develop his game, and then he can come back later in the season. David Dennis Jr.? Yeah, I'm, I'm buying this. The Warriors have a good track record of sending players down to the G League and them coming back. They did it with Looney. You know, they did it with Poole. But I think my big concern here is the fact that I don't know if James Wiseman is going to be ready to contribute to a championship team anytime soon. And if I'm the Warriors, I do think exploring trade options for some type of, you know, role players like the Otto Porter, like the Gary Payton II that they had last year would do them uh, well within this championship window. Gutierrez. It's a demotion, and yes, he's young, but he's still been in the league for a little while, still been in the G League for a little while, and still isn't a player, a rotation player that you can rely on yet. So I don't think, I think in the long term, it's going to be looked at as a bad draft pick by the Warriors. As for that game yesterday, start Jordan Poole. You're not paying him $140 million. Right, that was, so that's what it was, that the tweak for you, and Clay Thompson, a bench player now yes. for you, Israel Gutierrez? Yeah, I think so. I think you can get him more looks that way. If you look more of a focal point off the bench, sure, why not? Get him in rhythm. Plasky. The demotion worked for Jordan Poole. I don't know if it works. For, it's going to work right in this, in this situation. I think you need him to be around NBA coaches, NBA uh, lifestyle, the whole NBA culture. He needs to stay in that. He needs to work. He'll get and more. And keep him as the attention. last man on the bench. I mean, again, to be minus more in a 37 point game, a win for your team. That's a tough thing to do, Bill. He'll get more attention in practice. He'll get better, he'll get better coaching where he's at. I think David it, 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 it worked. In. More teams would do it. They it's only do going it. to be 15 miles away. <laughs> and David? There's no, there's no way. There's no way that you – I'm going back to Izzy here. There's no way you're benching Clay. We're not going to let that slide. You're not benching Clay Thompson. The Splash Brothers, the Splash Brothers for a reason. He needs to get in rhythm. He'll be fine. But that doesn't mean they can't play you know, together. That just means having him off the bench and starting with the energy of pool. I don't – I don't – that's – I mean, what are we talking about? We're in a positionless world in the NBA, and, and who cares who starts?
Uh, repositioning? Is that what we called it? Strategic re repositioning, Bill Plasky? David Dennis Jr.? Yeah, no. Paige Gutierrez, showdown next. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news! Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. the horn is presented by crown royal live generously and life will treat you royally please drink responsibly part of happy hour yukon 83 texas 76 az fud 32 points red hot in the first two games of the season gino oriema called last night a player of the year type performance what do you call it woody page well it's a premature evaluation but with page out of the lineup fud actually has taken over control of that team. Good for her. Mm -hmm. Israel Gutierrez. That was definitely a player of the year type of performance. At the end of the third quarter, she blew the game open to make it a 12-point game. And then 17 points in the fourth quarter, just one dagger after the other after the other. It's why it's sad that her and Beckers aren't going to be able to play together this year. But FUD's going to put on The hype when she came long. in last year was on par with the hype for Beckers the year before that. Now there's a lot of ball with Beckers out of the lineup. Her numbers, FUD, this year could be astronomical. We'll move on. Heat 113, Suns 112. Here it is. Game on the line. Devin Booker, ball in his hands. Jimmy Butler block party. Israel, is a game-winning block more rewarding than a game-winning basket? Oh, it's equally as rewarding, especially with this franchise that has a history of game-saving left-handed blocks. If you remember Chris Bosh in the NBA Finals Israel, against the San Antonio mm. Spurs, that we was iconic game, by Jimmy Butler. We Bowler. see game-winning shots every night. We never almost see game-winning blocks. That's got to be better. It's not equal. It's superior. I think it's superior too, Woody Page. Although, thank you for pointing out, Israel Gutierrez, that there is... A left-handed block there. Bosch was left-handed, but Butler going with the opposite hand is impressive. We'll move on. All right, most ridiculous technical foul you've ever seen. For me, it was Tim Duncan for breathing on the bench and Joey Crawford teeing him up, and then he was laughing about it afterwards, and he teed him up again and threw him out of the game. So that, that for me, is the top of the list. But this one right here last night, right after that, Jason Tatum for clapping. Technical for clapping. It has since been rescinded, but we have it right here on video. Technical worthy for clapping, Woody Page? Well, if Jim Ursay was in charge of the NBA referees, he'd say, who are you clapping? And so, no, <laughs> it was not legitimate. <laughs> Nah, I think my man John Goble was just having a bad game, but it was rescinded, so you know what that means. It was clap on, now it's clap off. 
Ah, very nice, Israel. What? 30 seconds. What? There was another terrible uh, technical foul called last night in the game between uh, the Hawks and the Bucks, but I'm here to defend my man Bill Kennedy. He gave Trey Young what looked like a technical for the too small celebration, but really in the conversation afterward, he told them, I thought you said something else that included an expletive. So therefore, it's still okay to say too small. It's still okay for Kevin Durant to emasculate his teammate or his uh, defenders by telling them they're this big. It's still good. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network.